Okay, I have to admit, when I watch the news and I hear them talking about the the Delta variant or the Lambda this, that, or variant, I can't decide if I'm watching an old movie by the name of Animal House or the one that was called Revenge of the Nerds. Delta? Lambda? The Delta variant now prevalent. It is spreading everywhere in cities and rural areas. The Lambda variant, or C37, is the latest to cause concern among healthcare professionals. Some scientists fear the Lambda variant may be resistant to the vaccines. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Now, if you suspect that I am minimizing the variants of this virus, I am not. I do know this virus can be deadly to many different people with many comorbidities. That much I thoroughly understand. But I want you to to think and look at this very carefully with me for a few minutes. We've heard so much about variants over the past year. When COVID cases started going down last year around June, in June of 2020, we heard the story about potential variants being an issue. Fear porn, that's what I call it at times. That's what it's become to many newsrooms around the United States. When we first heard about the Delta variant several months back, making its way from India to other parts of the world, we were warned this could be the deadliest version of the virus yet. Well, there are two things we now know. We know it's more contagious as a virus mutates, that is a natural tendency. But in terms of its, shall we say, deadliness, it, it didn't meet up to all the hype given to it by magazines like uh, Newsweek or newsrooms like uh, CNN, MSNBC. They were all talking about how the, the Delta variant would just simply destroy us. As time has gone by, and we see the Delta variant out there in the wild, and people are becoming infected, and they are recovering, we're starting to learn that maybe the vaccine, or the vaccines, I should say plural, don't provide the, uh, shall we say, protection that was promised last year. Let's look at this very carefully for a few minutes at the beginning of the program today. Everybody was told early on, get your vaccine shot today so you will not come down with COVID. We have family members in our own family circle that have taken the vaccine that are all angry that we have not. You're going to die if you don't take the vaccine. I'm more concerned about people dying that do take the vaccine. We'll get to that later on in the program today. We're now learning that a lot of people who were vaccinated have come down with COVID from the Delta variant. And then you have Joe Biden with the audacity to say it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I don't think so. We're learning that with the vaccine, people are getting, shedding, and spreading the spike protein and the virus. That's just a fact of life. And now we're learning the new Lambda variant, 
Well, for those of you in the United States, if you wondered how that got into the country, just look at our southern border with Mexico. That's all you need to know. It was first noted in Peru and other parts of South America, worked its way up through Central America, infecting along the way. And now the Biden administration has basically sentenced the United States to have to now deal with the Lambda variant of the virus. You know, it's funny. The Biden administration, I think it was yesterday, decided that people coming to the United States legally, okay, those coming to the United States legally must be vaccinated or you may not enter. Let me say that again. The Biden administration decided just yesterday, if you want to come to the United States legally, you must be vaccinated. What about the illegals? Oh, no, it doesn't. That, that doesn't count. We now know of thousands, thousands of positive testing illegal immigrants coming across the border, being put on buses and airliners and being shipped all over the United States as COVID spreaders. Thank you, Biden administration. And thank any idiot listening to me that voted for Biden. You bought this upon yourself. I can't believe we're worrying about the legal immigrants having to be vaccinated, or even visitors for that matter. But no, we we don't mind that a million unvaccinated people coming in from Central and South America and and I think about a hundred countries from around the world coming in through our southern border. They can't process them. So what do they do? Listen, this is what they're doing. They give them a phone number and they tell them to report in after a while and, you know, check in. (laughs) And, And then they put them on a bus to McLean, Texas, or maybe Minneapolis, St. Paul, Maybe Atlanta, Georgia, could be anywhere in the United States. They're being put on airliners and dumped all over the country. And they're unvaccinated. And many have tested positive for COVID. And a number of them, increasingly, are the new Lambda variant we're we're supposed to be fearing. And, of course, they're already saying the virus may may not protect you from the Lambda variant. It can resist the vaccines. Duh. Many of the people that I had on this program earlier this year, many of the stories that I shared back in February, March, talked about how would these vaccines deal with the variants that are inevitable with any virus. And many a story from many a trusted source said it could be a problem that they may not provide any real protection, and in some cases could make matters even worse if there's a deficiency to your immune system. So, my friends, I'm going to ask the question, why in the world are the governments of this world, the Western world, like the United States, UK, Canada, Australia, and by the way, I want to thank a listener in Australia who hears the program with his wife over their breakfast as a podcast. I really appreciated your email today, and I hope that you've seen the response that I sent to you. They're going COVID crazy in Australia. They have 
very few cases and like nobody dying, but they're wanting to lock down and use what military force to keep you at home. What is going on in this world? Why are they doing this? Is there something they are not telling us? Or are they simply making use of this virus to accomplish things they never could have accomplished otherwise or gotten away with? That's been one of my greatest fears starting last year. When I began this radio program at the end of August of 2020, it's going to be one year old, the end of this month. When I first began this program, I had some serious concerns about how this virus was going to be misused in the United States. It started out as a program primarily for those here in the United States and how this pandemic could be misused by governments to to have greater control of people. Speaking as a person of faith, nothing surprises me in this world anymore. Not at all. I have watched things happen in the past 10 years in particular that are things I never would have believed possible when I started out as an adult in my 20s back in the early 1970s. I never would have dreamed of some of the things that we're seeing today. I can remember the things we protested and worried about back in the 1970s, 1960s, even 1980s. And all the great scientists of the world always having a consensus about things. 1970, I can remember the scientific consensus being that we're going to freeze to death with global cooling and an ice age. And somehow that morphed to global warming and we're going to burn alive on this planet if we don't do something. And we'll be out of oil by the year uh, 1982 or something along that line. All these predictions of the end of the world, so to speak, from the secular people, they've not got it right yet. I mean, every major prediction for climate change, for example, has been bogus. Where my wife and I primarily live in Florida, right now we should be underwater, but that's nowhere to be seen. All these predictions that would, that would happen by the year 1990 or, the, or 1995 or 2000 or 2010, all these dire predictions ever made have been incorrect. And now we're listening to all these pharmaceutical scientists telling us about the dangers of COVID-19. Now, once again, I do recognize there are significant dangers even to a person like myself or my wife from this disease. I get it. But I also am beginning to understand that the vaccines that they are promoting so viciously, I mean, there's the only word I can use. Why does de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, a city that's losing people, losing prestige, morally bankrupt, Why do they want to threaten people? You can't go to a restaurant and sit indoors unless you've had the vaccine. You can't go to a gym. You can't go to a theater. You can't go to a lot of things if you're not vaccinated. But the vaccination doesn't do a stinking thing. You know it and I know it now, especially when it comes to the variants like Delta and Lambda. You can get it, shed it, and spread it 
just as easy as somebody who is unvaccinated. And the claim is still being made, but it might reduce your symptoms. That's what it's come down to. It might reduce your symptoms, but we're not even quite seeing that with any significant data. Oh, you can always find a story. I watched one a little bit ago as I'm preparing for this program today of somebody that had the Delta variant. And I looked at the story, then I went and looked at another story a little later. And, and of course, the fear porn reporter has to throw in, and she might have to go on a ventilator. Now, they're interviewing this gal. She is not on, you know, any significant, she's not on any apparatus except she's getting therapeutic oxygen levels through the nose. And she's carrying on a conversation. But the reporter had to add that little line, she might have to go on a ventilator. Well, a little follow-up. A week later, she's not, and she'll be on her way home. But, you know, they got to throw that in. The MSNBCs, the CNNs, the NBCs, the ABCs, the CBS, all of them have got to throw in the fear porn. They have bought in, we all must be vaccinated. Like I say, I don't doubt for a moment that this virus can be deadly for many people. What I'm really angry about is how this virus got released into the world in the first place. How did it get here? We were lied to. I mean, really, really lied to last year. I already knew in April of last year from my emergency management work that the potential for this being a natural virus that jumped from bats to humans was a bizarre concept and the mathematics against its probability were pretty intense. I should have won, you know, lotteries multiple times based on the odds. But we do know, as we've said on this program before, that one Dr. Anthony Fauci, along with his friends, have been playing with coronaviruses for decades. And we know the Chinese government and military also are deeply involved with the Wuhan Virus Laboratory. There are people that are trying to save their necks with their lies about everything to do with COVID, with the coronavirus, with the SARS-CoV-2. We've been lied to. I think people knew this was going to happen in advance. I mean, I'm going to go that far because doesn't it seem to you, I mean, look, I'm just looking back over time. They say hindsight is always 2020. Let's go back. Let's go back to the year 2019. We can go even farther back, but I just want to go right there. A lot of preparation over many months in advance went into a a very special program called Event 201 held in New York City. Bill Gates, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, big-time sponsors, John Hopkins University, big-time involvement, many private and governmental agencies deeply involved with this special program held in October, in October of 2019. 
and it was a tabletop exercise where the scenario is being released to all these experts as they try to deal with the incoming information about how a coronavirus jumped from, in this basic scenario that they used, from apparently pigs in South America to a farmer who then spread it to somebody else and it got out. And somehow over a short amount of time, it became a worldwide pandemic. And according to the way this played out, by the way, I watched the videos of some of this stuff, the highlights last year. And so I'm not I'm not making this stuff up. I actually saw the video from the event that for the longest time was available at the John Hopkins website. It may still be there. But I'm looking at this in total surprise when I first heard about it in April of 2020. And I was at a at a large hotel where I was staying with just a couple of other people in this big monstrous building as we were doing our emergency management work, so I had nothing else better to do one night than watch some of these highlights. And I started scratching my head going, man, now I know where all these dashboards came that everybody's using for a death ticker and case ticker. It was already developed for Event 201. They didn't have to reinvent the wheel. It was already invented, already created, ready to go. Just say when. More and more, we're beginning to learn that there is a distinct possibility that this virus escaped in mid to late September of last year, actually the year before, in 2019, and it was still somewhat contained in China, and then it escapes from China to Italy and other parts of the world. And the WHO, the WHO, as I call it, the WHO, the WHO just says it's not a big deal. It's not really contagious to humans. Nothing to see here. Don't worry about a thing. So the virus kept working its way out of China until it engulfed virtually the entire planet. And now, as all viruses do, it is mutating. It's, it's becoming a variant. And yes, the odds are it'll be resistant to pretty much all the vaccines. And we still don't know what the long-term effect of these vaccines are going to be. I think I said this yesterday. I just want to remind you once again, all the vaccines that are currently being used, the Pfizer, the Moderna, the Johnson & Johnson, and the AstraZeneca, and all the others are basically out there on a worldwide basis under an emergency use type of authorization, at least here in the United States and elsewhere. We know they're experimental. We know we've never used this technology on human beings before. Generally, and this is where I get so angry with people like Governor DeWine and so many others that are demanding that the FDA give sudden and full approval this fall. Well, how do you do that without the testing? Normally, a new vaccine using a new protocol like this, it takes roughly 10 years to get approval, sometimes even longer. And I read a wonderful article last year put out by a medical doctor just talking about past experience in developing a vaccine 
You know, the vast majority of new vaccines never make it through the approval process. Too many problems come up over time, and they see some long-term detrimental and dangerous side effects. And the vaccines are pulled. They never make it. They never get approval. Where's the 10 to 15 years on these for human beings? I'd like to know. These were rushed through. I know that Dr. Fauci and and others have been working on this concept since the 1990s. The father of the mRNA technology has become a non-person on Facebook and, and YouTube. They have basically banished him for telling the truth. He's the guy that invented the technology, and he's saying, now, wait a minute. This is not, you shouldn't be doing this. Dr. Malone is his name, and he has some of the most deepest concerns about this technology being pushed out among billions with a B people worldwide. This is insanity. And the lockdowns and the essential versus non-essential. Ever notice government is always essential. Even if they're in in parks and recreation, they're still essential. I mean, if they're the guy that, you know, the street cleaners, they're essential. We have we can't have the streets dirty, you understand. Economic development people, even though nobody was developing anything economically last year, they all got to stay home and do Zoom meetings in their pajamas and still get their full paychecks if you work for government. I had an opinion last year that the Congress of the United States should have been considered non-essential and simply sent home with no paycheck for about a year or two. Seriously. With the way they're spending money right now, the United States will never get out of debt. Our money will be worthless. And now we have all these governors already talking about lockdowns. Stay home, stay safe, and stay afraid. Sadly, Australia is one of the countries leading the way in destroying people's lives and robbing them of their God-given freedom. States here in the United States, we may be the last, I think, firewall. Because many of the states in this country are not going to play ball, so to speak, with the Biden administration on some of the idiotic nonsense that they're proposing. Everybody must be vaccinated. Everybody must stay home. You know, it is like a changing narrative. You know, just a few weeks ago, get the vaccine or wear a mask. Your choice. Now it's get the vaccine and still wear your face covering. And I asked the question over and over and over again, and nobody wants to answer it. Show me the legitimate studies that prove that a three-year-old wearing a face covering It's going to help them when it comes to the virus. Show me the studies that say they were ever useful. Broward, I'm not, I'm sorry, Duval County, Duval County, that's the Jacksonville area of Florida, in northeast Florida. The education establishment put out an ad. And when I saw it, 
anger doesn't even begin to describe how I felt. Because in this particular PSA, and I don't have it in front of me right now, I saw it last night, and I wish I could get my hands on it. This little girl talked about, I'm going to go to school wearing two masks because that'll protect me from the virus. There is no legitimate study ever done, ever done, that said that a face mask protects the wearer. Not a one. Even Dr. Fraud Fauci and his ilk admitted that a year ago. When they finally said, well, your mask protects me and mine protects you. And they said that from the standpoint that maybe, as Dr. Fauci said on the program 60 Minutes, oh, it may prevent a droplet or two from getting in the air. He admitted in so many emails that finally got released that he didn't think that they had any real purpose. And all the videos that anybody ever sent to me trying to tell me I'm wrong always dealt with not a virus, but bacteria. And if you didn't know it, there's a big difference. If you don't know the difference, allow me to tell you. Most bacteria are about one to two microns in diameter and about five to ten microns long. That is one ten thousandths of a centimeter. You following so far? One ten thousandths of a centimeter. Now, let's go to a virus. Most, most viruses are vastly smaller. So to put this in perspective, a bacteria... Okay, a bacteria is one one millionth with an M of a meter long or in size. But a virus is one one billionth with a B. There's a big difference between a bacteria in size by a thousand fold. And these little face masks, well, they, they can barely protect you down to a dust particle, let alone something that is one one billionth of a meter. So explain to me again, as someone wrote me in an email also, I think I got it yesterday, if COVID-19 or or SARS-CoV-2 is so deadly, then why are masks not treated like bio-waste or biohazards? We just throw them on the ground, throw them in the trash, leave them hanging off the, the rearview mirror of our cars. If they're so protected, they must be covered with this stuff if they're protecting us. This is the kind of craziness. Look, I I feel sorry for people that have listened to all this fear-mongering because they have no hope in their life oftentimes. They have no other hope. This life is all they have. And they hold on to it for as long as they can. And they run around in their cars wearing blue gloves and a face mask and some I've even seen people driving with a face mask and a face shield by themselves in their car. And I would venture to say they're also the ones that are fully vaccinated. Do you see where this discussion is going? We have a deadly virus. 
we attempted to slow it down by locking things down and just made life worse. Look at countries that didn't. They're faring better than those. The, the more you lock down, the worse you make it. You never let a pathogen follow its normal path. We're not doing that. We keep locking down and bringing it back, locking it down and bringing it back. We are living in an age of fear. And we're beginning to decide, we're beginning to find out just how many of us, especially here in the United States, how many will do anything the government tells them to do when they tell them to do it. Which brings in another problem that we'll talk about in the next segment. Very important. I went rather long, didn't plan it, but I just have been thinking about this. I I sometimes have a hard time when I get up. I wake up sometimes in the middle of the night just, just wondering about this stuff and how do I... How do I be accurate? I've been so concerned about being accurate on this program. I never want to have to get on the program and say that I willingly or accidentally gave you misinformation. Now, I'm sure Facebook will claim a lot of the stuff that I say is misinformation. One of my sources that I have found to be reasonable and relatively accurate has been so attacked so attacked by the pharmaceutical companies, so attacked by the tech tyrants and liars at Facebook. I call it fascist book or fake book. Twitter, YouTube. They have a single narrative with no real experts. They have decided they adopted the Biden narrative. Whatever he says, it must be the truth, even if it's not true. And so many doctors are being criticized, condemned, and their lives destroyed. They're putting their reputations on the line. Doctors like Dr. Peter McAuliffe don't have to put their reputation on the line. They're tenured professors. They don't need the aggravation. But they're standing out there trying to tell you and I the truth. And we have what looks like a mob scene trying to tear them apart. Kind of reminds me of the trial of Jesus when they scream, crucify him, give us Barabbas. Yeah, that's what it boils down to when I watch this, these reprobates and their virus that they created, that they've released on this world. Do you believe in the ministry of truth to ponder? By the way, I want to take a second we now are we're working hard on the radio channel. I really need to find some time to redo the entire Truth to Ponder website and create a site for this special radio channel playing Christian music you just don't find much anymore. This is the second audio stream that I've put up. I have one called Ancient Word Radio, which is classic hymns of the faith. This has got a little bit of modern, a little bit of old hymns, just a... A nice, pleasant mix for a, a larger audience and generation of generations. You can find it from our website. I've had some nice compliments on the music since I made some changes. Still a lot of work to do over the next few weeks, but it's getting there. But if you believe in this program and trying to get the truth out to this world, 
And I want to thank people that are now listening in the United Kingdom. I see listeners, I've been, I've been told, in Germany, in Canada, Australia, New Zealand. Thank you for listening to this program. And yes, I even saw that there have been people listening in Italy. So wherever you're listening, I want to thank you uh, for those that listen as a podcast, those that listen uh, on radio. Our primary means is still shortwave radio. We also have a few domestic radio stations that are now carrying the program. KYAH Delta Utah, I'm beginning to hear from you. And if you are listening on that station, would you just send me an email? That's all I ask. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't send a lot of, I don't send spam emails back out. I may reply directly to you personally, but you're not going to get on some kind of a list where you get a ton of spam out of me. I don't do that. But my personal email is bob at truth, the number two ponder.com. Bob at truth, the number two ponder.com. Knowing where you're listening and what platforms or stations is, is really a big deal right now for me because I'm looking as we come to our one year anniversary of how we've done and to take the limited resources we have to get, for lack of a better term, the most bang for the buck. And I, I, that's why that information is so helpful. A lot of people are liking the new streaming platform that I'm using, which is PodPoint. And I need to get some links up on the uh, website for that as well. I find it an excellent site. You can even download the program to your device to play it on another device if that's what you want to do. All that's available there. We bear a small expense on that, but that's also keeping advertising out of it as well, which has been a problem with some of the other sites. I don't always have full control of any of the advertising that might be on Spreaker or coming through the Anchor platform. So just so you know, that's something that I have to to deal with and people have mentioned they don't like some of the commercials. Well, I get nothing out of it and I have no control over it. And so if you'll just kind of bear with me as we try to find the best way to to promote this program as a podcast, I'm realizing that there's a surprising number of people that are listening from all the multiple locations that it goes. Our mailing address, we're in Georgia for a time, probably till early September, is 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. That's number 263, our secure box. And we are located in Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. Once again, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263, Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Spiritual as milk. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. What is spirituality? Well, talk to any number of believers and you'll get any number of different answers. Most of them complicated. Spirituality for most people and most believers, it's a complicated thing. Some say it's speaking in tongues or the gifts of the spirit or exercising the faith principles or knowing theology or practicing self-denial, but... You know, I'd rather listen to an unborn child, one in particular, a Hebrew baby named Yochanan, we know as John the Baptist. It's written that when Yochanan was inside his mother's womb, he heard the voice of Miriam, Mary, the mother of Messiah. He leapt for joy inside the womb. 
What does he teach us about spirituality? Well, he teaches us this. Spirituality is as simple as leaping for joy. But not just that. Spirituality is as simple as leaping for joy inside your mother's womb. Now, when you're inside your mother's womb, you don't know a lot about tongues or theology or you barely know enough to just suck your thumb. But that's the point. Yochanan could barely just suck his thumb and yet he was able to worship. He knew enough to worship and leave for joy in the presence of God. That tells you something. Spirituality is really simple. It's the stuff of little children. It's as basic as milk, even more basic, because unborn children can't even drink milk yet. How do you become spiritual? It's real simple. It's real basic. You come back to your first love. You need him, my friend, more than milk, more than water, more than air. Don't debate it. Don't try to figure it out. Just receive his love and leap for joy. Now that's spirituality. Want more? Ask for the song of Miriam. Now the free gift for you. The mystery hidden for 2,000 years in the sands of Israel, better than Raiders of the Lost Ark, and it's real. The mystery of the temple doors, you'll love it. And Sapphire is your daily spiritual vitamin supply for victorious life in God. So how do you get all these free gifts? Easy. Just remember Jesus is real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA-1. You'll be so blessed, but call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, I invite you to minister with me and bring the good news back to the people who gave it to you. Israel and the unreached peoples of every tribe and tongue on five continents. You'll be so blessed. Just call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Yeshua-1. Or write me direct. I'd love to hear from you. Questions, comments, whatever you got. The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's The Nice Jewish Boy. It's at Box 1111. Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Alechem. Peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Lechem Chaim, the bread of life. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our Thursday edition of Truth to Ponder. I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Looking at some email during the break from some listeners. I want to share a couple of stories. I have things that I wanted to get to today. I may have to push them off till tomorrow. I'm sorry, but we got on this topic of these variants. I remember one of my really astute listeners sent an email a few weeks ago saying, you watch when They can't get people to get vaccinated fast enough when the numbers taper off and people won't take the bribery or anything else. They'll go into the fear mode of new variants coming out. We must get these. We must get our shots because there's a new variant that may kill you. Even though we're already beginning to hear from other doctors, mm, they may not really help you at all. A story that came out that was just shared with me by a listener just a little while ago. If America's current COVID surge continues unabated into the fall and winter, the country will likely face a more deadly strain of the virus that could evade the current coronavirus vaccines. That's according to (laughs) the father of the virus, the wizard of COVID himself, Anthony, I keep changing my mind, Fauci. See, the problem I have with him, he has said so many things over the past 19 months that have never been right or true. Why do we give this man any credibility? 
I'm sure just like a broken clock, he might be right twice a day. And according to this article, whether I agree with it or not is immaterial, his comments underscore the importance of acting quickly to vaccinate. Now, wait a minute. We just said that this could evade the current coronavirus vaccine, so let's hurry and get vaccinated. Did you just hear what I said? These may not work. And this surge unabated. Uh, the vaccines will not work against these variants that are inevitably coming. So let's hurry and get vaccinated. My question is that nobody wants to answer what is the long-term effects of this vaccine? Because you have no way to know. We are the human testing right now. It started in December of last year. Normally that should last, oh, I don't know, three years, the first phase. I guess the first phase of testing will be when everybody's gotten the vaccine and we'll know in 2023 or 2024 some of the things that may have not worked out like they expected. The Lambda variant and now the Delta and who knows which other one will come out. I'm telling you, they, they say the same thing, just like wearing a mask. My mask protects you, and your mask protects me. Of course, now they have little kids on public service announcements in Duval County, Florida, saying, my two masks protects me, and I'm going to wear my mask, and you need to wear yours too so you don't get sick either. We get conflicting messages every day. And the, 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 the fear mongerers, the fear, you know, providers are relishing in their careers with all the fear they're, they're putting out. You know, one of the things I didn't like about doing news, even in the 1970s, if you've listened before, you know, I, I did a little bit of news work on radio back in the 70s. And it was fun. Back then, you had to be more accurate. They didn't let you get away with the garbage they do today in, in the so-called media just out and out lying. But one of the things that I noticed some stations already doing, it was a television station in Atlanta where I was working. They went by 11 Alive. And they decided to be edgy in their news in the 1970s, like 1976. 11 Alive, they changed their, and they were going to do the hard impact news. In other words, if it bleeds, it leads. If it's sensational, it's going to be the top story. And they'll milk every bit of it they can with promos, you know, with the film at 11 stuff, you know. And and this is how they built their news operation. And it's become pretty standard fare over the past 50 years. And so the fear mongerers out there are now pushing all the variants and hurry and get vaccinated. Why? Why do we get vaccinated? What is it really doing? Do we know what the long-term effects are? And nobody ever, ever wants to acknowledge it. There's my problem. And so here we are looking at that story just sent to me from a friend, you know, that, that, that Dr. Fauci is fearing a variant worse than Delta could be coming. Don't know if it's coming, but, you know. And, and then you got the mass mandate stuff. Some are saying we need to reinstate it. Israel right now is a basket case. What I'd like to see actually happen from my government here in the United States, 
I think my Canadian listeners, what you need to hear from Ottawa, what you need to hear in Australia, what you need to hear in England, what you need to hear from your governments is the truth, the whole truth, and not hide anything. If this is such a public health crisis, then you better be very clear, number one, on where it came from and what you know about it. I think we're being kept in the dark because if we really knew the truth about this virus, there'd be a lot of people going up on charges of mass murder in the world today. Dr. Fauci being one of them, in my opinion, because he lied when he said we don't do gain of function. Yes, they did. And they funded it through the Eco Health Alliance, Peter Daszak who's not even a medical doctor, millions of Fauci dollars go to Wuhan through him. And the fact he's walking around as an advisor to our president in this country shows how bankrupt intellectually our president and this administration actually is. And now we're being told to fear the Lambda variant. Well, Mr. Biden, or I should say Kamala Harris, you were the one that was supposed to go down to the border to fix this. Instead, we have thousands of people a day literally being transported all over the United States who are testing positive for COVID and being dumped in the middle of cities and towns all across the country. And we are supposed to deal with that by just getting our vaccine? How about you close the border? How about you put a big sign up? No trespassing. Do not enter. And those that you are holding, send them back from whence they came. If I was, well, I'll say it. I really believe they want this variant to be in the country. They want this country back in lockdown. They want more people sick and dying because it's good for their administration. Then, I just said it. I'm telling you. They're going to amplify this. They're going to try to make Governor DeSantis of Florida, you know, the new boogeyman. He's killing his people. No, Biden is killing our people by letting this variant into the country through an an open border in the South that he claims is closed. Thousands daily coming up from all over South America and Central America And they're carrying with them the Lambda variant. They're not coming in on American Airlines or Air Canada or British Airways. They're walking it across the border. That's how it's getting here. Enough on that. Had another email as well. Saw this little story come across my my desk a little while ago. Do you know what a propaganda bot is? That's B-O-T, a propaganda bot. That's where you have a bunch of fictitious, made-up people that are posting on things like Facebook and Twitter with these phony accounts, sometimes even stolen name accounts. And I'm looking here in front of me at screenshots of a bunch of... uh, these are Twitter postings. And one is supposed to be from a guy by the name of uh, Sam Gould, MD. 
And here's what he writes. I want, now listen carefully. He writes, I just left the ER. We are officially back to getting crushed by COVID-19. Delta variant is running rampant and much more transmissible than the original virus. 99% of our ICU admits not did not receive the vaccine. Okay? And here's one from uh, a gal named Julia Song, also on Twitter, and she writes, I just left the ER. We are officially back to getting crushed by COVID-19. Delta variant is running rampant, and it is much more transmissible than the original virus. 99% of our ICU admits did not receive a vaccine. Now, how about this from, uh, her name is Tay Day. What a name, Tay Day. I just left the ER. We are officially back to getting crushed by COVID-19. Delta variant is running rampant and much more transmissible than transmissible than the original virus. 99% of our ICU admits it did not receive a vaccine. Then we have this doctor from New Jersey. I just left the ER. We are officially back to getting crushed by COVID-19. And it goes on. Delta variant is running rampant. And then there's basketball af i just left the er we're officially back to getting crushed yada yada identically the same post from nine individual people identically the same wording too these are vaccine propaganda bots that are pushed out there and people then share them the social media Algorithms are being used to not only identify and eliminate certain facts and truths, but these artificial intelligence systems are being used to promote a certain type of propaganda to brainwash you into accepting things that are totally not true. They become the popular messages of truth to too many of the gullible. This is what's going on. Another friend sent me this other note, said it's getting worse by the second. My wife just got a notice from Amtrak. She's planning on a trip downstate to visit family. And now Amtrak is requiring they sign a COVID questionnaire before travel. Thanks for being a valued Amtrak customer. We'll see you on board. And I'm looking at all the stuff you got to do. They are determined to have everybody take the vaccine. And somebody shared a a thought that I tend to agree with. As I wrestle with the spiritual and moral and the aspects to the Christian faith of what's going on, is there anything that the Bible says about this? And there's always this argument, and I'm going to share it. You know, somebody said, you know, well, it says in the book of Romans that we should obey our leaders. And if our leaders say we need to be vaccinated, then who are you to say we're not to be vaccinated, Mr. Beerman? St. Peter also said that when the laws of man contradict the laws of God, you always follow the laws of God. If the government said I need to go, you know, murder my neighbor... Should I do it because the government said I should do it? 
should I commit suicide by taking a vaccine that's not been proven over the period of time to get its regular uh, approval? Should I listen to the government when it says you can't have church, but you can go to Walmart? I mean, th- this, is, this is the stuff we're dealing with today. It is a moral dilemma. And the reason I'm less inclined to listen to some of the stuff coming out of Washington is how much they have lied to us over the past 19 months. We know they did, yet somehow when they speak again, we hope this time they're telling the truth. And they are not. A friend of mine indicated, and I tend to agree, without realizing it, The powers of Satan, the demons released on this earth, are pushing a lot of these mandates to see just how far the people can be pushed without them pushing back. Somebody said, is this vaccine or a vaccine passport the the mark of the beast? In a way it is, but it isn't, in my opinion, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Right now, de Blasio, and then you get the, you know, the morally inept, (laughs) like Governor Andrew Cuomo, the pious of New York, also known as the love gov. Do you love me? Do you really love me? Do you love me? Do you care? Frankly, Governor, you're the kind of person that makes people want to leave New York. And they are in droves. They're coming to places like, oh, I don't know, Georgia, South Carolina, Florida, Texas, anywhere, Tennessee, anywhere but New York. Because of how you have damaged the once empire state. The city of New York is like a lost cause. They voted in de Blasio and there's such a huge voting block. They pretty well dictate what the rest of the state must endure. I know a lot of places in upstate New York. Wayne County is one. I spent a lot of of years there, went to high school there. I know other counties in the southern tier. In the northern portion, western New York as well, Finger Lakes region. They don't abide by the stuff that that, that, that this governor has done in their state. But that downstate voting block in Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, Nassau County, Westchester County, even a bit of Dutchess County, always puts them across the finish line. And the rest of the state just has to grin and bear it and pay for it. It's a sad state of affairs. He's the governor that had one of the worst responses to COVID-19, lied about putting sick people back in nursing homes when the advice was not to do it. Of course, Gretchen Whitmire did the same thing. you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. (laughs) The truth is, in Michigan, New Jersey, New York, places where strange things happen and people died during the coronavirus outbreak that could have been avoided by decisions made by the governors, nothing will happen. Even this sexual harassment charge against uh, St. Anthony won't really go anywhere. A lot of experts think it'll just make a lot of noise. 
Whether he resigns or not remains to be seen. Whether he gets reelected if he continues remains to be seen. But right now, it's a great diversion from all the other stuff going on in our world and our nation today. I never thought I'd be talking as long as I did today about the pandemic. It was really not my my goal, but with the headlines breaking in the morning and saying things like, you know, hey, the, the new variant is worse than the last. And we've been hearing this for a year, and it never pans out that way. I'm just going to go with a credible medical doctor or two or three that I have read, one that I know personally, that all say the same thing. That any time a virus morphs, what it generally does, it does become far more contagious. There's a bigger viral load, but your body's able to fight it off a lot better and more effectively. There's so much that we can speculate about. When it comes to this pandemic, the way governments have treated it, the way the tech tyrants have become the new, you know, ministry of truth, as would as the 1984 book by George Orwell would predict. We're living that nightmare right now. And I think that our government has not shared with us everything they should have. I think that we are entitled. I don't think there should be any secrets when it comes to the fact that there's something being released that is impacting and killing people. It's none of the government's business to keep it a secret. I think a lot of people know more than they want to let us know. Or they're using this for purposes to try out just how far they can go before we the people say no more. Sadly, our educational system in the United States, probably the same in many other Western countries, has gone woke and broke, and they're too busy teaching about wokeness than than giving an education. It's all political correctness and nonsense that's being spouted And our children are being indoctrinated. And they want to have more years of that? They want your kids for two more years of indoctrination studies? To make them little drones in a society? Give them an iPhone or whatever and and let them rent everything? As Klaus Schwab says, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. They're, They're going to push for it. How do you explain where we are today? Listen, if you believe in this ministry, would you consider supporting us financially? We have some wonderful opportunities we just can't afford to do right now. And if you'll help us out, our mailing address is 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. And we are in Sky Valley, two words, Sky Valley, Georgia. Zip code is 30537. Until tomorrow, may God bless. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.